0: Hi everyone and welcome to our very first Infuse Church online message. Pastor Gary and Jane here. Uh, Let me say right from the very start that we are here for you. Uh, We want you to know that we love you, that we care about you, and that we are praying for you and for your family. However, before we go much further, if you haven't already done it, click like on our Facebook page so that you don't miss out on any of the posts or the videos that we put up. Uh, And as you watch this message even, uh, comment in the section below so that we know that you're there and we're not here alone. Uh, We're also planning on sending out uh, regular emails to keep you up to date and connected with what's happening at Infuse Church. To make that happen, we're going to need your contact details. So we'd really encourage you to head over to our website at www.infusechurch.org.au. Head to our contact page and then fill out the form and we can stay in touch that way. We'll certainly make sure that you're kept up to date with everything that's happening. Jane, did you want to say a few words?
1: Yeah, first of all, I'd like to encourage you all from Isaiah 40. The beginning of um, the whole scripture, it says, God uh, God says, comfort, comfort my people. And then it finishes with, he won't let you stumble or fall. He renews your strength. He'll lift you up on eagles' wings. So I I would encourage you to read that whole um, scripture, Isaiah 40. And I'll I'll just um, have a word of prayer now. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that that you are doing really something new. And we thank you, Lord, for the word that you have spoken to us. And we thank you, Lord God that you will never leave us or forsake us. And Lord, that your, your strength is there. Your strength will rise us all up. Mm. And we thank you, Lord, for this message, our first online message. And mm. we thank you, Lord God, that your spirit will touch people, yes. saturate people, yep. no matter where they are. And I thank you, Lord God, for this word that will be in season and it will be a new, refreshing yep. word to your people. Yes,
0: Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Jane. I'm going to dive right into the message here this morning and uh, just want to encourage you uh, from Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10. It says, Be not afraid. Don't be afraid for I, the Lord God Almighty, am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will hold you up with my righteous and victorious right hand. Today, I want to speak directly into what's happening in our world today. I've got to say, unless you've been sleeping under a rock We are seeing unprecedented things happening across Australia and around the world today. The coronavirus is spreading rapidly across the world and sadly people are dying. The stock market is dropping and it's uncertain in these days. People are panicking and we're seeing some incredible footage on media uh, at the shopping centres and stuff like that. Countries have locked their borders and cities are in lockdown. Travel bans are appearing with cruise ships being banned and even uh, the... Uh, Australia right now, what we're seeing is that uh, only Australian citizens or residents of Australia are being allowed back into Australia. It's just incredible what's happening. Professional sports events have been cancelled and played in or been played in stadiums without fans. It's just bizarre. Conferences and concerts have been cancelled as well. Some schools have been shutting down, but most are staying open for the time being. Even supermarkets, we're seeing, like I said, some really amazing footage there like they're running out of toilet paper sanitizer and other items as well and it begs the question what should we do well first I want to say to you I'm not going to be uh, pretending to be an expert today but I don't, I don't know where this is going so uh, should we worry about it should we ignore it go on with life as usual do we stockpile food and hand sanitizers or toilet paper and paper and then hide it at our home you know what I don't think that's the answer I believe it's unwise to ignore the advice of the health organizations, our state and federal governments. And we need to take the issue of the spread of this virus really seriously. Our families and our friends, our workmates and those in our community, their safety and well-being is at stake. And that's one of the reasons uh, that we're now online and not having a physical church uh, meeting in our church building. So uh, with all of this, we need to to make wise decisions uh, based on what we know today. So what can we do? Well, as disciples of Jesus, the filter that actually informs our decisions is completely different from that of the world. We may live in this world, but we're not of this world. So I want to speak into this challenge that we all face from a position of faith this morning. The Bible encourages us not to be conformed to this world, to its patterns and its culture. Do not live like those who have no hope, it says. See, we're different. We have a hope and his name is Jesus. So today, this message, its title is simply do not be afraid. And the whole emphasis is on that word not. So here's three things that we can do to not be like this world. Number one, we can live by faith not by fear. Let me say that again. We can live by faith, not by fear. Jesus said to, to, to bring comfort to his disciples in John chapter 14, verse 1 Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. It's time to believe in Jesus. We are Christians and it's time to ramp up, but really trusting in what Jesus has said to us. John fourteen twenty seven says, I am leaving you with a gift. Wow, what's that gift? It's peace of mind and heart, and the peace that I give you, says Jesus, is a gift that the world cannot give. So do not be troubled or afraid. So that word "not" is in this this whole passage again. It says, "Do not be troubled or afraid." Why? Because God's given us a, a gift. Jesus has given us a gift. God's peace is a peace that is beyond human understanding. See, God's not sitting in heaven saying, saying gee, didn't see this coming." Uh, uh, God is faithful. He's in control and God is good. He has a plan. Paul says in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love and self-discipline. We are not panicking. We have a peace. We are not fearful. We have a faith. So the first thing that we can do in relation to this by not being like the world is that we can live by faith not by fear. fear. Secondly, we can be sacrificial and not selfish. Philippians chapter 2 verses 3 to 4 says, don't be selfish. It's pretty clear. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't try to uh, only look out for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. During the early church, they faced extreme persecution; many losing their lives for their faith. Yet the first-century Christians didn't hoard their goods. They didn't—they weren't selfish with what they had, and they weren't rushing down to the Jerusalem supermarket to grab the emergency supplies so they could hoard them in their in their cupboards. We are the body of Christ. We always put others ahead of ourselves. It's a time that we can be sacrificial, not selfish. Acts chapter two. Verses 44 to 46 says all the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had a need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Do you know what? I think they're modeling what you're doing today. You're actually following what the early church was doing in the the day. Maybe they were sitting down watching a podcast too or watching an online message as well. I don't know. But what it tells me is what we're going through today, well, as much as it's not a pandemic that happened back in the early church, we're meeting in homes. We're gathering together around communion. We're gathering around those things that are important to us. So every day they continue to meet together. And it's time that when people maybe want to skip church and play it safe. Hey, that's, we understand that. But I encourage us all To display our faith, not just once a week where we maybe log online or would have gone to a church service just once once that week, but but to do it daily. How about this? Join together as a family and pray together every night at 7 p.m. Thousands of Christians around our nation of Australia from every denomination will be praying specifically for God's intervention at this time. Never more than ever are the prayers of the saints, of Christians, really needed in Australia today. And when you gather together as a family to pray, take communion as well. Make it a powerful and important part of your family's day. We may have closed the doors to our building right now. However, we are not closing the door to our hearts as we be the church to those around about us. As a leadership, we're already taking steps to ensure that we connect with you to love you, to encourage you, to support you, to pray for you, to build you up and to speak life over you with the word of God. I'm excited about what we can do in connecting with you. We are going to try and connect with you in every single way that we can. And we'll do this by having a greater online presence through social media, through our website. We already have, this is exciting. We already have an Infuse Kids program running online for families with children. We're looking at ways that we can get uh, online with our infused youth as well. And we're going to all uh, we can all meet together online to connect with with you and our community. We're doing everything that we can to do that. You know, talking about being sacrificial and not selfish. uh, Who in need uh, has a need around you? Only this week uh, we were fortunate enough (laughs) to be able to uh, get some some toilet paper. Jane uh, uh, Said, "Now We had like an abundance there. We didn't need it all. So Jane went to our neighbours and, and just said, like, Do you need some toilet paper? I, I know it's a bizarre conversation to have with your neighbour, but you know what? We're not selfish. We wanted to be sacrificial in what we were doing. We shared the vegetables from uh, our veggie patch so that we can actually share the love. See, being a Christian is not about what we keep for ourselves or to hoard. Being a Christian is what we release and give to God And to others. So be generous. To be generous sometimes means making a sacrifice. Be generous with your time. Be generous with what you have. Be generous with your finances. See, here's what I've discovered. The closer we are to God, the easier it is to be generous and to sacrifice things. So don't stop worshipping. Don't stop seeking God. People in our communities, in our streets, in our workplaces, in our schools, they're looking for hope. Acts chapter 2, verses 46 to 47 says, Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. I just wonder, was the key to people opening up their hearts and uh, the Christian church at that day, the early church, was the key to the favor that they received from people and from God because they actually... Uh, were sacrificial in what they did, and they weren't selfish with all my heart, I believe that God will use this time for good to so turn to Jesus, turn to him, see, we can live by faith and not by fear. We can be sacrificial and not selfish, and thirdly, we can shine the light and not hide it. One of the things I say in our church services a lot of the time is this we've been lit up to light up Matthew five verses fourteen to sixteen says, You are the light of the world.' A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. During this time, people are afraid. They're unsettled, anxious, and they're looking for hope. Do you know what? I believe that we as Christians are hope dealers. We are light shiners. We are love givers. This virus may be highly contagious, but I'm praying in this season that Christians become more contagious by spreading love and hope and and faith and life in Christ faster than any virus can. We're not of this world. Do not grieve or panic like those who have no hope. So here's some, some great Bible verses from the New Testament featuring the word not. Okay? So at the, uh, the time of Jesus' birth, an angel appeared to Mary and he says, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy. Then Jesus, he's saying why he came. He says, I did not come for the healthy or the uh, I came for the sick. He said, I did not come for the righteous, but for sinners. Another uh, uh, scriptures say uh, in relation to that we are not of this world. It says, do not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Jesus does not lead us into temptation, but he delivers us from evil. Other scripture says, do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, but store up treasure for yourself in heaven. See, we walk by faith, not by sight. God has not given us a spirit of fear. This is what I believe that Christians have the good news. We are saved by grace, not by works. God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation. Do not set your minds on earthly things, uh, such as what's happening in the news. Uh, uh, Jane and I have been switching off the TV more and more. We're saying alert to the the news uh, broadcast when we have to and and, and need to. But set your minds on things above. It says, do not become weary in doing good. Will this be a battle, church? Yeah, it will. Because we struggle not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and authorities and principalities and powers of this world. We will not be overcome with evil, but overcome evil with good. We do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, but to those who have faith and are saved. The Lord's not, not slow. He's not slow in keeping his promise. The Lord is our helper, and we will not be afraid. And you know what? We're not ashamed of the name of Jesus either, or the power of the gospel. It's the gospel that brings salvation to everyone who believes. Like first century believers in the book of Acts, we cannot stop talking about what we've seen and what we've heard. That's why at Infused Church we love to share our God stories. Because we can't stop those stories from from, uh, from going out. We need this there's, there's something in us that needs to express itself in, in thankfulness to what God's done. It says, be not anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition make your requests known to God and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. See, we can live by faith, not by fear. We can be sacrificial and not selfish. And we can shine the light and not hide it. I love this passage. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verses 7 to 9. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We may be persecuted, but we're not abandoned. We may be struck down, but we are not destroyed. That's why we're not afraid. I want to pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, I pray that wherever people are watching this, uh, this message right now, in their homes, maybe on the bus as they're going to work, where, wherever they are, I pray for the peace of God to settle down upon their hearts right now. I pray that you would touch them in their very deepest core, that their faith would arise. Those stories, those things that you've put into them are going to start to really bear fruit right now. There's a fruitfulness coming upon your people and I speak life over your people. I speak wholeness over your people. I declare your goodness and your greatness over people. I declare it in the name of Jesus over their lives right now. You know, there may be some out there that are watching this this message right now and you don't know Jesus. Well, I want to encourage you. Open up your heart to Jesus. The Bible says that if we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, that we shall be saved. I would encourage you to, to put some, a comment in, in the, underneath this, this message in, here in Facebook and, and let me know. I would love to pray for you if you want to receive Christ. In fact, I, Lord, I pray that you would help people to, to receive you. Maybe you just pray this. Uh, Heavenly Father, I ask you to forgive me of my sin. I ask you, Lord, to make yourself known to me and real to me. I pray, Lord God, that you come into my life. I confess you as my Lord and Savior by faith in Jesus' name today. Amen. Well, thanks for being with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure and an honor. It's been something completely different for me and for Jane as well. Don't forget to like our Facebook page so that you can stay connected with us. Don't forget that we're here for you. We are here for you. We love you. We care about you. We're praying for you. And I want to say this, leave this one last thought. You've been lit up to light up. Now go and shine for Jesus wherever you go. Amen. See you next time.